I once killed a frog. Welcome to Justice Losers Review, uh, where we review a movie, typically start to review other movies in the middle of it, and then we make things happen. What the fuck? Didn't work. That I'm was gonna... a pretty good start. It's a good start. I'll, I'll start to work on work it from on there. It, yeah. uh, I'm your host. Uh, well, welcome to, welcome to this review. Uh, this time we were reviewing uh, Star Wars. Uh, no, sorry. Solo, a Star Wars story. It's hot in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. Bat Matt. Matt, what should people do? Well, it's just a review, so I'll say like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Okay. Save the actual things for actual episodes. Yeah. Makes go sense listen, to me. Uh, well, actually, what they can do is they can go check out our normal podcast. Yes, they can. Find uh, us. We're Just Us Losers. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes, and also be sure to check out our Facebook and Twitter. Yes. Although probably more the Facebook than the Twitter, because we both forget that we have a Twitter, and so yeah. never, nothing ever we gets posted there. It's like a bi-weekly event where it's just like, oh, hey, we have a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still standing by that uh, my thing I made that if, for every every follower we get on Twitter, I will, add a tw- I will make a tweet. Mm-hmm. So... We should probably still, check and see if we've gotten any more followers. We haven't. Okay. I still get notifications. It's still on my phone. Okay. Anyway. Uh, that's the problem. We're not getting notifications. That's why we don't remember it exists. Yes. So it's really your that's fault, listeners. really kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, if you are new to our review structure, we will do a non-spoiler section and then a spoiler section. Uh, we will give you a very hard cutoff. There's like a five second, ten second bit that we do where we just keep saying the word spoilers in different ways. Yep. Um, until then, uh, you should be safe from all spoilers. Uh, yep. If you don't want to know anything at all, probably don't listen to this anyway. But like, yeah. if you don't want to know anything at all, why are you listening to something called Solo, a Star Wars Story Review? That was a bit of a tongue twister. Solo, a Star Wars Story Review. Something called Solo, a Star Wars Story Review. Maybe only for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also structure it in each of the sections. We do the good, the bad, and the ugly. We do what we liked, what we didn't like, and then what is wrong. Uh, Usually that means comic accurate or yeah. inaccurate. So uh, with Star Wars, we'll kind of go legends, uh, what used to be canon, but what no, what is no longer canon. So how these mm-hmm. movies are kind of rewriting the way that Star Wars lore works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, I guess we'll get started. Okay. Um, Matt, what did you like? Um, I actually quite liked most of the bits that weren't going down the checklist of, okay, how did Han Solo get this item? Yeah. That, yeah, okay, yeah. Um. <laughs> Care to elaborate more? <laughs> Anything? Well, so it's sort of got like this basic heist structure plot where um, Han Solo is this... Uh, down on his like scoundrel and then he he finds a chance doing some um sketchy stuff with the woody harrelson character and uh, i sort of liked the stuff around that um like it definitely had its weak points and it was a little just kind of straightforward and bland don't get me wrong but there were some really good moments in there um i think the sort of the romantic angle worked very well um the character's the main ones were very good. A lot of the side characters were not at all useful. Yeah. Okay. Um, although there were a couple, the Lando's droid is very cool. Uh huh. Um, I like that aspect. Uh, Hmm. Music was pretty good. Okay. Uh, there were a few jokes that I really liked. Okay. 
Um, uh, okay, so I, I, I'm going to add this in here a little bit. If you are uh, listening to this review and you are not actually a listener of the podcast, you don't really know me, um, since this was announced, I have had this j- just immense disdain for this movie. Uh, every news that we've we've received up until now, I have it has driven me further into my pit of hatred for this movie. I have had my rants about why I think this movie shouldn't exist, why I think it's going to be terrible. Um, so, uh, this, that kind of explains why I'm just sitting here silently during the good section. I've got my words. (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) uh, I think Amelia Clark is really good in this. Yes. I will give that a very good, good. She has, um, and the other stuff I've seen her in, she has some shaky acting at times. Terminator, Terminator Genesis. Terminator. Terminator Genesis. Uh, she is not great, uh-huh. and there are moments in Game of Thrones where it feels like she's overacting a little, but she's really good here. Yep. Um, I think Alden Ehrenreich did his job. He felt like Han Solo to me. You're clenching yourself over there, so. I, I'm making, uh, for the people who know me and know my father, I'm making a Lance face. <laughs> like that kind of like lip like kind of yeah. lip drawn in, cheeks gone back kind yep. of thing. I think, I think given what he had to work with, uh, Alden Ehrenreich did a, okay. a very good job. Sure, it's a prequel situation with that then. Mm-hmm. So he is fine, maybe. <laughs> okay, well, I'll get into it. <laughs> uh, I think I think Donald Glover did land. Oh, okay, yes, there justice. we go. That's that's the Dan, Dan uh, Donald. Donald. Donald Glover. I knew someone named Daniel Glover, and it messes me up all the time. (laughs) Donald Glover was phenomenal. Yes. Um, The first words you hear out of his voice, I could have sworn were actually Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) First words you heard out of his voice? Is that what I said? I don't think so. I think you got it right the first time, and then you're tripping over yourself trying to correct yourself. Anyway, so he was phenomenal. Uh, Just the way he was... um, it didn't feel like they were trying to copy what Billy Dee Williams did in five. Um, right. It felt like they used the spirit of the character and actually like used, used, used the character as the character. Yes. Um, they didn't copy what was done in a movie. Yeah. I, I really like that. They said, okay, who was Lando in 1980? Well, he's the coolest guy on the planet. That's who. Yeah. And so they said, okay, it's 2018. Who's the coolest guy on the planet? Well, it's Donald Glover, of course. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, they they did a good job of capturing the spirit um, while letting it be just different enough in order to do that, but not so different that it feels like a betrayal of the character. Yeah. And it did some interesting things with uh, kind of adding a little bit of 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 a... intricacy to the first interaction you see between him and uh, Han. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the interactions they had between were uh, almost mere images in a way of that first interaction. Mm-hmm. But there was, st- there was some additional information you had that makes you kind of question what that actual like uh, relationship is in five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was actually really interesting that yeah. that they did that because in in Empire you don't really know what their relationship is entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that there's kind of like a weird friendship rivalry. Uh, they kind of 
have probably double-crossed each other minorly a little bit in the past. Yeah. But this one, you know what's going on, and it adds that intricacy to that relationship. Right. And I'm sure if I go back to watch 5, if, when I go back to watch 5, <laughs> I will kind of feel that. Uh, that it, there, there, there will be another layer to it that I think this film actually succeeded in doing for me. Look at that. On record, we have Preston Rofus saying on the internet <laughs> that this movie contributed something good to Star Wars canon. How about that? That is not so, that is legitimately not something I expected. <laughs> uh, let's see. Besides that, um, I mentioned the droid was good. Uh, L3 was, was TK9? The... The fuck, what's the rogue one? The rogue one, Alan Tudyk one. Yeah. Um, it was him, but a female. If, if, okay, personally. Uh, I felt like it was, I felt like it was a substantially different character. It was a new twist on sort of the snarky droid sidekick that we hadn't seen before. And I liked it. I liked the direction okay. they went with it. I, I think maybe there was a little bit of the aspect to the, to the characterization of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I felt that it was still kind of the three PO TK eight nine four three Rogue One person. Yeah, still don't yeah. know that person. <laughs> that I don't know. Name, TK but, something I think. But I, I felt like she had personality. Yeah. Um. Didn't love Woody Harrelson's character. We'll get into the bad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start? Is are you comfortable enough with what you've said in the good to move on to bad? Yeah. I think so. If you rem- if you remember things, we can always say it in non spoilers or mm-hmm. into spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Can I go? I think I'd probably better let you. Where do I start? I don't. I, I had the whole rant ready to go. And okay, give me like attrib- Give me like aspects. Kind of what we usually do in our reviews. Give me aspects of it. All right. Well, let's start with a- the let's start with the titular character, Han Solo. Han Solo was it. It felt like what I said that Lando wasn't. It was just a copy of the character that you see throughout. And it was also the movie develops him in a way that it it. It's it's almost a redemption to a character that isn't Han Solo in Episode Four. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the kind of throughout, and I'm not going to get into super spoilery, but like the the way that he is and the the way that people say that he is as a person is insanely contradictory to the way that you're expected him to be at the beginning of Hope. Okay, I have um, a point, but it's going to be spoilery. So okay, I'll save it. Um, yeah, I can't really say much without going into spoilers so mm-hmm. uh i guess i'll just start spewing things uh all the side characters i felt absolutely nothing for any of the side characters basically anyone that wasn't han solo and chewy i was like i they're gonna die or something and it's gonna be fine and i don't care because i have no interest in these in these people or the relationships with solo um the relationship between solo and what's her name felt at there there almost felt like there was no chemistry between the two of them okay um, i was gonna disagree i thought there was, was good chemistry i I I can't. Uh, There's movies that I really feel like they genuinely are, (laughs) genuinely are in love, like Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Oh, shocker! But I felt that there was just this this artificialness to it that I couldn't get past. Uh, I feel like it didn't develop it enough enough in the in the beginning. I might blame the script for. I mean, yeah, and then that's the script. I think I think when they're on screen together, I think they were really good. I think this is another case of like they did what they could with what they were given. Okay. Like you said, the script. That's the the movie itself didn't give them the uh chemistry that they deserved. Okay. Uh, it and it also didn't play along with the way that Han Solo's character is. Mm-hmm. I think 
I think I felt like I gave them a pass because I bought them because they were so good when they were on screen together. The fact that they didn't do a great job of setting up their their backstory together um, meant that I was still invested, even mm-hmm. though I happened. have learned not to give a pass on something because of a small ass. I like for a movie, the movie needs to be good in the script. Uh, you, you can make. You can make a, a Green Lantern where you have an amazing... I don't, I don't think that's even remotely true. I mean, uh... Mad Max Fury Road is brilliant, but that movie has like 15 lines. <laughs> okay. I don't... Well, I mean, that's the script. The script is good in the 15 lines. It's basically filler. I don't know. I just didn't feel like I didn't care about the relationship. And maybe it's a it's indicative of my, my love for the Han, Han and Leia. Mm-hmm. relationship that i'm just like i mean this is gonna fall apart obviously because well yeah that's is, just inevitable uh, so maybe it's a block in my mind that i was like this doesn't matter it's not gonna work okay um, that is fair that's the pre- prequel curse um the the music i felt was entirely derivative uh all the music that was this you will disagree with me on mm-hmm. this probably any music that was original i felt attributed nothing to the movie or contributed nothing to the movie and all of the movie that all the music that came from the original trilogy uh was derivative and pulled out parts of the the song that I like. Um, it tried to do the. It did like the trench run, the yeah, uh, the space flight, uh, all of these different yeah. themes in one big medley, and it just felt. Yeah, I, I think, was actually angry at that music. Okay, I I think those it did have its weak moments. And it those took, are the ones where it tr- grabbed like little bits and pieces from yeah. original score. Um, I'm gonna say my my biggest example of that is in that scene where it's using all of all it actually used three of my top four favorite themes from the entire Star Wars thing in that medley and ruined every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I could tell the music was going to be derivative like this in the very first trailer when mm-hmm. they played this weird major unison version of the main theme mm-hmm. that just didn't work. And I'm like, they're going to try to use the themes and it's going to be incredibly derivative. And it's going to be the worst. And yeah. I was right. Anytime they played a theme from the Star Wars, it felt wrong. And I don't it, think I'll argue with that. Yeah, it it pulled me out every time I heard it. Like I heard the the da 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 da, but it was wrong because they would change notes, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "This is they ruined my favorite like act." It's this is one of my favorite uh, soundtrack. Like that song is one of my favorite songs in a mu- movie soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know this because every time we play D and D, every time it's like, yep. "All right, roll for initiative," which is like a battle starts. I'm like, "Dut dut dut." it's so catchy and it's just like so perfect for a fight um what else was there um the the villain what the fuck was the villain it it didn't feel like there was an actual villain with it um it really because i was just gonna say that i totally forgot about paul bettany who plays a very good job as the villain he plays a good villain but it doesn't feel like that's the villain of the movie that's something that I noticed that it, it just felt like there wasn't like an actual stakes because or there wasn't someone they're going up against because it just constant like throughout the whole movie. They kept throwing this like this is the person you should be afraid of. And then they you get past them in 10 minutes and it's like now this is the person you should be afraid of. And you get past them in th- 15 minutes and now this is the person you should be afraid of. It felt like there was a whole bunch of minor villains that actually didn't fucking matter. I'll get a little more yeah. into that in the, spo- in the spoilers. I didn't like this movie. I will definitely not see it again. Okay. I will not buy it. Same thing with Rogue One. 
I think I have Rogue One. <laughs> I don't think I have Rogue One. I think we have Rogue One as the family, and I think I'm just holding it right now. Uh-huh. But I will definitely not buy this. I will not watch it again. Um, there is a scene that I will watch repeatedly. I will absolutely look up on YouTube once it starts coming out. We'll get into the spoilers. It's at the very end. Uh, <laughs> I will watch that scene over and over again and just freak the fuck out. Um, uh. What else? Any other aspects that we have? My biggest problem overall, I mean, aside from the fact that too much of it felt like, let's go down the checklist. Okay, here's where yes. Han gets Chewbacca. Here's where Han gets the blaster. Here's yes. where Han gets to say he did the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. Yep. And da, 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 da. Um, beyond that, my biggest problem is that it was really visually unappealing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no, there was one landscape that I thought was beautiful and it was one of those unfortunate landscapes that like, I thought it was fine, but it's primarily because half of it was cut off by clouds. Mm-hmm. It was when they're flying through the mountains. Yeah. That was a really pretty landscape, but half yeah. of it was covered by clouds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, the entire movie was different shades of gray, gray or brown. Yes. And that's something I could tell. From watching the trailer. Yeah. The entire trailer, yeah. like, it was it was more gray than Matrix was green. Yes. It's, <laughs> and I feel like that's a problem because it sort of clashes with the the looser tone they're going with with this movie, mm-hmm. where it didn't even sort of feel, roguish. It didn't feel loose. It felt like attempting it loose, but it it's like they didn't decide what tone they wanted to me. Like, okay. they had loose moments, but there was still, like, an attempt at being intense. I think, um, maybe loose isn't the right word, but it certainly wasn't going for grand or mythic, like, yeah. normal Star Wars. Uh, but regardless, I wanted a flashier, more colorful visual palette. Yeah. This was This was really bland, and it, it didn't help. It takes... So, uh, like you said, and it's not, and this is something that we've expected for a long time, so I'm not going to really feel like it's a spoiler, but it, like like you said, it goes down the list of all these things that we know that Han Solo did mm-hmm. in one adventure. Yeah. It it takes something that we learned from him in the original trilogy. He's been on all these adventures. He did the, he was gambling with Lando. He did the Kessel Run. He mm-hmm. saved Han, mm-hmm. uh, Chewie's life. All these adventures that he's been on is just one adventure. Yeah. And I think that ruins, it kind of adds this expectation to me that he's not as skilled as he is. He just went on this one thing and then went to Tatooine. That's nah, spoiler alert. I mean, well, no, it's not spoiler. He's at ta- fucking Tatooine at the end. At, <laughs> in four. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it felt like. It eventually. felt like he went on this one adventure and then went to Tatooine. And he stayed there until he became uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. They took all these stories and they compile it into one and they just like ruined it. You I'll save it. Okay. It's gonna be spoilery. Alright. Wanna move into ugly then? Sure. Uh they rewrote everything uh, everything. Um For instance, uh and these aren't spoilers. Like we said, you see him gamble with uh Lando. That actually was used to happen on Bespin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was actually like, I think it was fairly recently after that, that, uh, or very soon after that, that he actually won the mining colony in the, um, in that, okay. in, and, uh, they kept the, um, uh, Sakara. Sabak. Sabak. Yeah. Ugh. 
doesn't make sense that they'd be gambling on Bespin because he's very surprised that it, he's in five when he's flipping through and he's like, oh, Lando's on Bespin. And then he gets there and he's like, so how'd you end up here? They weren't gambling on Bespin. I don't care which well, legend what, source says that. That's wrong. They didn't well, think about what, that. Well, I mean, he also made the Kessel run in Parsecs. Yeah. So the movies and the legend and the and the other canon don't always line up. Let's be <laughs> honest. George Lucas is a moron. <laughs> also, funniest joke in the entire movie. Everyone was applauding until George Lucas's name showed up in the in the credits. That was funny. I made that joke. Matt made, Matt pointed it out, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I laughed harder at that point than I had in, in the entire movie. Um, I had a really good chuckle at a couple of things. Yeah, I'll save them though. Okay. Uh, what else was there? Uh, da, 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 da. Fuck, I had like a whole list of things. Uh, Han, uh, the, kind of his whole origin story in, um, in, uh, God damn it. I just drew I'm gonna an let immense, you struggle with it. immense blank. Because th- this is embarrassing for you. Not really. If I lost something on DC related, I could tell you like a whole bunch of things on DC related right now, but... Uh, Star yeah, Wars. That's not what you're trying to think of. Yeah, I know. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Cal, 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 mm. I'm I'm playing every single word in Star Wars lore that starts with C A L. Calrissian, Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you looking for? The place, the fucking planet he was on. Corellia. Corellia. There it is. Uh, <laughs> his origin there is different than. Uh, then in, in Legends, he was a he. He worked for this other guy, kind of as a slave, kind of as just a smuggler in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just escaped in general. Uh, he did serve on the uh, in the Imperial Army, mm-hmm. uh, which they kept accurate. Uh, but uh, the way that he saves Chewie was different. Um, uh, Chewie was being pushed and sh- and shocked, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he saved his life and that and then they escaped in one fell swoop so they kept aspects of it but they changed a little bit uh, they changed a lot about like how the characters meet well okay i think so. they're legends it doesn't matter if they stick that's to true it. and that's the problem with this is like we can do an ugly with what used to be canon mm-hmm. but now they're just rewriting canon all right how about this do you feel like the characters that were in uh other star wars movies stayed true to the spirit of them do you feel like they were accurate portrayals of the characters what do you mean? Like, you said that Lando was a good Lando. And he Lando was, was an amazing to Lando. The spirit of the character. Do you think Han Solo was faithful to the spirit of Han Solo? I can't say that, honestly. He did purely because it felt like they were just copying what already existed. And, okay. and I said that earlier, but like, so so yes, because mm-hmm. you're just copying and pasting. Okay. But... It's like it's like if you took uh uh Tolkien's work, copied it word for word and pasted it in something else. like you took just took chunks of what he said and wrote a book and put his words in there. Yes, you're writing in the spirit of Tolkien that's because you're using his words exactly. Okay. Um so I feel like it's not fair to make that statement. All right. It felt too cut uh copy and paste. Okay. For me. All right. And that's just me. Like I I am not I'm 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 not the defining 
I'm not the one that makes the final decisions about how Star Wars works like I am with DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I can have these opinions, but if if someone who's way more knowledgeable in the lore of Star Wars, they can say something different. So. I'm imagining now Jeff Johns calling you up. Hey, Preston, are we allowed to do this thing with our <laughs> comics? <laughs> hey, is this something that Batman would say? I would change this wording a little bit. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Spoilers? Anything else you want to say? Oh, wait. We have to rate it. Yeah, I suppose we have to rate it. <sighs> Boy. All right. What do you rate it? Uh, one thumb sideways, one thumb slightly hard and sideways, not quite What's a What's your best rating angle? in your, in your scale? Two thumbs up? Mm, probably more than two. Get your thumbs up and your dick up? I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I haven't seen the best movie yet, so. That's true. Uh, I'm gonna give it... I'm gonna give it a, um, hmm. God, this is a hard one. I gotta think real hard. I'm gonna give it a really gross beer that somehow has a nice little aftertaste to it. Okay. Like you drink it and you're like, this is fucking disgusting, but like right at the very end, you're like, all right, I'll give it that one. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to start to give my ratings a little more like a kind of accuracy to what it is instead of just yeah, yeah. some obscure like. And give it a hug, <laughs> like, like I did with. Uh, well, I mean that one actually made sense in the movie, and right. that's that was my start of it. But this one, like, it's just a really sour tasting the whole time. It feels like just a normal cut and dry beer, and then you're just like, oh, oh, was that chocolate? <laughs> I'm detecting faint notes of chocolate. This is a little bit of chocolate at the, the hazelnut end. overtone. So like, but only if you chug it. Okay. Only if you chug the entire beer do you taste that a little bit at the very end. Because then you don't have to go back and drink it again. <laughs> you get it at the very end and you're like, all right, that was nice. I don't want to put myself through the, the duration of the beer mm-hmm. <laughs> again. So I'll just remember that one little bit of chocolate and then we're done. Mm-hmm. All right. Spoilers. Spoilers. Let's spoilers. spoil this movie. Spoiling the movie. This is the bit. Although is... I'm guessing in your estimation it's already spoiled rotten. Yes, it is quite spoiled rotten. Uh, so uh, we will continue our tradition that we broke uh, the past two reviews where we just scream something that happened in the movie. That's a spoiler. Fucking Robot Legs Darth Maul. <laughs> Holy bullshit. He is one of my favorite characters of all Star Wars lore. Ever since I watched uh, Clone Wars, mm-hmm. I've been a huge fan of Robot Legs Darth Maul. And we <laughs> fucking see him. He's there. I have no idea why that makes sense. He's but... official part of because he he's no he's still part of like he fights Obi Wan. Yeah, like on Tatooine later and loses and dies. Okay, that's when he dies. So this exists. Uh, I think he's uh, he's probably making what is called the uh, the um, oh I'm dropping the entire name. It's like I want to say Shadow Pack, but that's that's a DC group. <laughs> it's either the League of Shadows or the Crime Syndicate. I'm sure of that. Oh, also, whenever they said Crime Syndicate at the very <laughs> beginning, I was just like, <laughs> if you guys are dealing with the Crime Syndicate, you are fucked. <laughs> there is no escaping the Crime Syndicate. Uh, except when you you do. Um, anyway, just no, comics. holy shit. Cause, well, so they dropped like very early in the movie. They're like... Yeah, even Drayden Voss has someone he reports to, and I'm immediately thinking, okay, we're getting a cameo from someone big. Yeah. And my initial thought was Jabba, 
But I was like, well, no, that doesn't really make sense because they said something about him later. Yeah, later, yeah. Um, So I was like, well, I don't know, maybe one of I thought it was just straight up, like... Well, okay, so, yeah, no, you're right. I do agree that uh, that I knew it was going to be a a cameo, but I thought it was going to be something like just straight up Darth Vader. Because, you know... I was was pretty sure they were not going to go Imperial. Because, like, I... You you see... I mean, he's... Darth... Oh, fucking hell. Hang on. Look at this right. (laughs) You've seen Darth Vader has worked with bounty hunters. Yeah. So it it makes it kind of like believable that he is he as Darth Vader kind of works with these scum of the earth people that do bad things to get what he needs. So I felt like that they're going to kind of go along those lines. It okay, it felt to me like the direction they were going with it is okay, there's some bigger badder crime boss here, yeah. not Darth Vader is handing down orders to bounty hunters. Yeah. Cuz that's that's what we kind of get in 5. Yeah. So What do you think they're going to do with him? Uh, either sequel or bring him into another spinoff. Because they... Amelia Clark's good enough and a high profile <gasps> enough that they're bringing her back. Holy balls! He's coming back in Obi-Wan. He is absolutely going to be in the Kenobi movie. Like, 100%. Like, I yeah. am putting... I will legitimately put money on this. That he will be, if not the main villain of Kenobi. Because they constantly fight. Right. Like, not only, you know, at the very beginning when mm-hmm. he kills him. But, like, <laughs> they fight throughout. And then they end up Obi-Wan killing him. That would make a lot of sense. They are, like, rivals. They are the rivals. Like, more rivals than him and Anakin. <laughs> they are the rivals. Because they continue to fight. They fight uh-huh. repeatedly. Um, th- he, now he exists in the universe. He exists in this time, like, in this time frame right now yeah. doing things. Yeah. He is going to be Obi-Wan's villain. Very Please, fun. fucking God, do it. And also Very bring back fun. Ray Park. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that was Ray Park. I'll I don't to, think it was. I'll have to check that because the voice was obviously different. Yeah, except for you. I mean, we don't really have a f- good sample of his voice. No, we have like one line of him whispering. Well, he, we have three lines. There are three actual lines. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but like, holy shit, that was surprising and fun. My jaw was open for a solid five minutes after I yeah, after I realized I that. Oh god. Could I tell a little story? Yeah, sure. So. I always knew that in Legends, Darth Maul came back, and um, I knew that he had robot legs. Uh-huh. But I'd never, like, seen a picture of it or a clip of it, so I kind of always imagined him scuttling around on, like, four legs. He does that. <laughs> really? Yes, his very first appearance in Clone Wars, he's got spider robot legs. Oh. And then he gets and then he gets them, like, upgraded to, you know, human okay. legs. But, like, yeah, no, they <laughs> they were spider <laughs> robot legs. I'll see if I can pull up a picture of it for you. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, no, you're not that incorrect. Is, and it was fantastic. really weird. Because I, I thought of that when I was, like, I don't know, 10 or 12 or whatever when I first heard about that Darth Maul is actually still alive. Yeah. And I was and then I got a little older and I was like, now nah, that's a really silly image. Imagine Darth Maul scuttling around on spider legs. But, oh, my goodness, that's even worse than I pictured. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a legitimate, like, Spider-Man abdomen or Spider-Man. Spider abdomen with, like, the legs and everything. What if it's... they cross him over into Spider-Man? I mean, Marvel. DC. Hey. There you go. Actually, no, Sony, technically. Which, True. Comcast. No, not Sony. Yeah, Sony. Yeah, Sony. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, holy shit, that was amazing. So, there's yep. the start off the good yep. with him. Uh, also, another... So, a lot of my good will just be, like, really minor points that I was, like, my, that I was really uh, mm-hmm. fascinated. And one of them... And this is something that actually... It shouldn't have stuck out to me as much as it did. The fucking tourist... Uh, Tourist D Dad uh, Hawaiian shirt uh, ro- uh, cloak that Lando had in the closet. 
Oh, he had yeah. that in the closet, and I lo- I looked at it, and I was like, oh my god, that's a Hawaiian shirt row or a Hawaiian shirt cape. Yeah, and then they fucking brought it back. It was amazing. Oh, uh, costume designers had fun with that one. I'm that sure. was that was like I think that may have been one of my se- I think that may have been my second favorite part of the movie was, mm-hmm. and it, it's so minor. Like I mean. They showed it enough where everyone probably noticed it, uh-huh. but like I just loved it so much. It was just a Hawaiian shirt, and then they <laughs> brought it back when he was on a tropical island thing. It was great. That was good. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, again, uh, Amelia Clark and and uh, Donald Glover, just amazing. Yeah, uh, I think I have to give it more to Donald Glover because he had Billy Dee Williams to live up That's to. That's true. Um, and he did it phenomenally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, the, 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 the relationship thing, thing that I was talking about that adds like another layer to their kind of the way that they interact. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, like an, I hate you kind of love kind of thing that you get a little bit mm-hmm. of a vibe in, uh, like, it's like the, they're screaming at each other and then they're friends. Like yeah. it's kind of, it almost seems like in, in empire, that just be, kind of becomes what they do. Right. And it happens, like, twice in this movie. Yeah. And it adds that layer of, like, it legitimately is, like, I hated you and then now we're friends. Mm-hmm. But there's still, like, this kind of bitterness towards each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that was phenomenal with it. That, yep. Oh. And I love that they, they used the I know line on I hate you. I know. Between them. Did you not catch that? I looked at you when they said that. I didn't catch that. So, so they're on the last. It, okay, no, planet. but but that it feels a little different because it feels just like it wasn't like I know, like it was in Empire. It was like I hate you. I I know. I know. It's a very it's a very different spin on it, but I think it's the best way to I think to reference di- that line without just yes being um, accidentally self parodying. I think I think it may have done it. I think they did it on purpose to make it a reference to that. Oh but yeah. I think it also is just kind of its own thing. Right. I don't, which is why it works. Yeah. It's not just, oh, we're going to make a reference. It's I almost want to say it's not a reference to it just because I didn't catch it and I didn't walk out. Okay. Because <laughs> I looked at you because I was like, is that going to count? Is he going to get up? Is he going to walk out? Oh, no. I was dead serious. Like, I, I, I have said throughout, uh, again, if you're listening and you're not a listener to the podcast and you're still listening to this, which is phenomenal. I love you. You should go listen to our podcast. We're actually more funny when we're not tired. Yep. Um, <laughs> um i uh i have always said that if someone says i love you to him and then he says i know i would literally stand up and walk out of the theater uh mm-hmm. i was prepared to do it the whole time every time uh amelia clark was on screen i was like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen because i i really thought they were actually going to go that direction have her betray him on screen and um have that be like the actual moment have, be like him have him be like i love you and her just be like I know and walk away or Ooh. something. I think that would have been okay. Yeah. Cause it's not him. It's I would have, I would have bought that. I was the most moment. I, biggest moment I was prepared for it was when at the very end, when he's getting into the elevator mm-hmm. and she like says, I love you. And he says, I know. And then the elevator closes and he goes down like really, yeah. really like cut, like copy paste from like right. going down in a circular but thing. I think yeah. I think that they understood that that wasn't at all how that character dynamic was working. Yep. So I would have liked it if they'd have flipped it, but I liked that they did it with the "I hate you, I know." Yeah, <laughs> that made me chuckle a little. Um, bit. I'm I'm glad there was a lot of things I'm glad that they didn't do, such mm-hmm. as I'm glad uh, Hamish didn't say get it. Uh, yeah, I get, I get it. When he did, when he got shot, I'm I'm glad he didn't say smart move. 
always shoot first. Yeah, that I was been, waiting for that yeah, line. It was it was a good subtle reference. Yeah, uh, I was waiting for that line, and I'm glad they didn't do it because if yep. they did do it, everyone would just be kind of like, eh. except for the the 14 year old fanboys in the audience. Like, ah, I get that reference. Look at me. I get that reference. <laughs> oh, also, uh, shout out to the crowd. Yeah, it was a good crowd. Fucking quiet crowd. There was a nice intake of breath when Darth Maul showed up, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, there well, was... there was a guy who made a really loud woo when the Lucasfilm logo okay, showed up. Okay, see, Which that's is, just an idiot. It's technically fine, but if I was sitting next to him, I would have slapped him. Yeah. Uh, also, Warwick Davis. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to stick this in the bad real quick. Since and we're in the non-spoilers, we almost mm-hmm. never actually... The non-spoilers is when we get the most, like brutal to our mics um warwick Um, davis i think i don't like what they did with him okay because they they have now prevented him from actually showing his face uh it's always been like a really like i can't do this with this mic right here i can't look at you because every time i look at you it gets further away from the mic there we go yep that's gonna sound great oh yeah um but yeah no uh all of his appearance uh, for people who don't know warwick davis has been in every single movie since episode six um Mm -hmm. and i don't like what they he actually talked Mm -hmm. um and this kind of restrains him to being makeup clad in the future forever um i feel like this isn't the movie that i would have wanted to see warwick davis be warwick davis Mm -hmm. uh you know because he he's always been a hidden character right who just played like some prosthetic or full full body suit thing yeah but this is the movie that they use him to go like actual warwick davis speaking i felt kind of disappointed at that i don't know oh well i thought it was i thought it was fun to actually give him a cameo for once where he doesn't have to put on prosthetics or makeup or suit or anything yeah so Um, i enjoyed that um there was another cameo in that group. One of the minor characters in Enfys Nest's uh, band was one of the minor characters in Forrest Whitaker's characters from Rogue One's band. Really? Is it the guy that had the... Um... Yeah, the little, like, lower half mask. Yeah. Yeah, him. Oh. Yep. I thought he looked familiar. I thought yeah. It, I thought it was something else. Um, like, I mean, he's the same... I believe he's the same race as Plo Koon. Hmm. Okay. If I'm not, inc- I mean, it's just a race. Yeah. Like there's still humans and there's still, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, I just didn't know that. there's still like Twilight. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like there wasn't, well, actually I am going to say this. The, the war scene was really cool. Like seeing the ATST drop. Yeah. Like that was actually pretty cool. That was, that was the only good action moment I felt yeah. like I was after our last review and i was like yeah the action in deadpool 2 is really good and i was thinking back and i was like yeah we've reviewed a lot of movies with really nice action recently i was i was fully prepared to come on here and say we are now living in the golden age of movie action yeah this I'm, one didn't i'm gonna restrain myself on that for a yeah, bit this although one didn't give although us... before the movie we saw the trailers for ant-man and the wasp and mission impossible oh 6. mission impossible i'm so excited if you if you want to see henry cavill be a fucking badass just watch the clip of that trailer where he like kind of flicks his wrists and then punches the <laughs> living fuck out of a dude, like that. That is just such a satisfying thing. Like I love it's it's so snappy and it's just like yeah. he's fucking ready to go. Yeah, I love it. Uh, like this movie is going to make me love Henry Cavill more than any other movie he's been in. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, that's not the movie we're reviewing. No. There it is. 
but it's i was gonna say okay maybe we'll get back to that golden age of action thing in a little bit yeah um hey maybe we should do an episode on it sometime golden after, age of action after those movies come out yeah sure i mean we're always there's always going to be another movie that we're going to see oh that movie's amazing we should wait till that movie comes out well yeah but i don't want to do it when we just Without... saw a movie with a relatively sour note for action yeah it's not that it was bad it was just bland we just need mission impossible mission impossible has an amazing action yes in general um, in general you know two well <laughs> that's true two had the great action scene where they uh they were riding their motorcycles towards each other and there was that nice mm-hmm. thing yeah that's yep. not the movie we're reviewing no it's not it's a All right, back, to, back to solo the action in solo is mostly pretty bland the war scene is nice because it's gritty and muddy and yeah. ugly yeah uh, uh what do you think of where he got his last name I honestly was expecting much worse. Me too. I I was okay with it. Yeah, that was an interesting little thing. Like what what uh what what uh of what family or something? Mm-hmm. He's like I'm not on the family. He's like solo. I'm like all right, all right. It's thanks, not... thanks, fatherly imperial recruiter. Yeah, <laughs> we need to know. I feel like there's got to be more cameos. I'm sure. And they're all gonna come out slowly, and it's gonna be like, oh hey, this stormtrooper was this guy who. Did this thing once. Yeah. I'm betting that those two stormtroopers that threw him into the cage and tried to make him fight with Chewbacca were people that we probably should have heard of. Oh, absolutely. But. I mean, let's, okay, let's think of all, like, famous actor duos. I'm, I'm thinking, like, mm. or, like not actor duos, but, like, Laurel character and duos. Hardy. Huh? Laurel and Hardy. What? Oh. <laughs> you, you just said names. I thought you were saying characters. I was uh, saying characters. Laurel and Hardy? From what? Like, the classics, man like uh never mind abbott and costello yeah like them kind of but, uh, uh i'm thinking of i'm thinking of like uh channing tatum and um Jonah Jonah Hill. Hill. yeah that'd <laughs> oh, be yeah. a good that'd be that'd, good that'd be a good one because they did that with uh superman and green lantern in the green in the right movie right uh who else is there what if they did <gasps> what if mark hamill was one of them and he was like short Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, who else is there? What are references that we would love to see in there? Honestly, like... What if one of them was Hayden Christensen? That, okay. If one of them was Hayden Christensen, and it's actually noticeable that it's Hayden Christensen when you go back to it, mm-hmm. I will go see this movie again. Okay. Just to see Hayden Christensen <laughs> make fun of the fact that he's been in bad movies and now he's in another one. <laughs> no, I pulled that out. No, but like that would be amazing if it was like that'd be, good. That'd be great if there was like Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. Oh, like if that so was fun. the two of them, that'd be so fun. I bet it's not. But it's definitely not. No, I hope. I hope it's someone though. Yep. Um, that being said, re- I did like that whole scene too, where they're like feed him to the beast. I didn't like that he that he actually could say things in Wookie. Yeah, I didn't love that but they also needed they needed a way to get him out of that and uh i guess thinking back though chewbacca clearly speaks english or common basic or whatever it is that people speak you understand a language doesn't mean you can speak the language and that's something that's always kind of been understood with uh chewy han yeah like i I guess i don't get it then why he would speak a few lines of wookie in this movie and then never again i think it oh yeah, because, like, he, he's in this movie, he doesn't really understand Chewie completely. There's a few times he says things that he doesn't really understand. Yeah. So it's clear that through the relationship, he begins to fully understand the Wookiee language. Right. Which, wouldn't expl- which would 
ex- not explain why he doesn't say it more. Right. Um, if he ever needs to like say something to Chewie that he doesn't, and he's a smuggler, he's a scoundrel, he absolutely would keep things yeah. secret. Surely he'd want so to be why able to wouldn't you say that? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that's kind of a dumb thing to do. Yeah. I think it, it, they wrote themselves into a corner a with bit. that one. Uh, there was really no other way that just a person saying, wait, wait, stop, would stop a, a Wookiee who hasn't eaten in three days. Right. And then he also needs to communicate the fact that they have a plan to get out. Yeah. So um, I like the rest of the scene, though, them working together to knock down the pillar. And... Yeah. I felt like he we- he moved really weirdly. I didn't like the way that Chewie moved in a lot. Like, it got better halfway through mm-hmm. where he started to work- move more, like, Peter Mayhew like uh-huh. like kind of like lumbering mm-hmm. but when he wasn't when he was just like kind of like a it was like he was a boxer almost mm-hmm. like he was moving a lot more and it didn't it didn't feel natural for Chewie okay um otherwise I mean Chewie's kind of a hard person to capture because a little bit all the writing for Chewie is in solo is in is in Han's writing right um so that was fine mm-hmm. um I feel like the rebellion should have already existed by now. Um, I don't really know how the whole like rebels canon works out. I should have looked how the that. timeline works, and yeah. I don't even know when this is set specifically. Though I'm guessing it's not too far before yeah New Hope, uh, given the fact that they end with going to see Jabba. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that and that's saying, like, I mean, how young is Harrison Ford in? He's like mid twenties. I think it's maybe like five, ten years at the most. Yeah. Like I can't imagine Han Solo would not survive. I think less than five years. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. Han Solo would not survive for five years with Jabba the Hutt. With how much he probably fucks things not. up, like Jabba the Jabba the Hutt's not the kind of person that would constantly forgive someone fall fall for yeah Solo's tricks. I think I think we're meant to understand. Maybe he pulls off a couple of jobs and then messes something up. Or maybe he does this he one job. Maybe. Maybe this is the job that he, when he was going to, and that's the one he, like, I have the money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the job. That's Yeah, that's entirely possible. Uh, oh, the another little thing I noticed. I liked the uh, the continuing joke about the radar dish being knocked off the top yes. of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, glad we still got that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, I hated the fact that they removed the I have a bad feeling about this. They changed it. It ruined it. It's been in every single movie. They need to keep it in there. It's tradition. They don't, they don't need to do anything. Yeah, they fucking do. It's a Star Wars movie. At what point is it going to become the Stan Lee cameo of Star Wars movies? Good point. Yeah, they, That's a very they had to point. preempt themselves. And so this is a good way to do it. Kind of throw a little twist on it. Say, I got a good feeling about this. Yeah. Okay. Which was, which was fine. Um, what are other references we noticed in it? Um, Honestly, I just want to talk about references now because okay. it's Star uh, Wars. One thing... To, Possibly my favorite non-Darth Maul-related moment was right near the very beginning in the spaceport. There's, like, a little advertisement playing. Join yes. the Empire. They play, like, in the, the Imperial version, March. But, like, play, yeah, major, major yeah. key. I heard that. That was amazing. <laughs> that, that was really that good. That was really good. That was, that was um, funny. I really don't have anything else. Um, it had a few redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. About half of them being Darth Maul. <laughs> being multiple redeeming qualities. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like it, it just felt like it was a cookie cutter movie. It was kind of bland. I think it had, um, enough good stuff going on on the periphery, especially like Amelia Clark and Lando, uh, mm-hmm. to be decently fun. Yeah. Uh, but is better or worse than Rogue One for you? 
Oh, Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars movie. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's worse for me. Yeah. I um It's even better I, than Empire? I like it more than Empire. Really? I don't think it's better than Empire. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I I am very good at sep- uh, compartmentalizing separating separating my opinions from compartmentalizing. my my view of what is objectively called compartmentalizing. True. <laughs> yeah, if you say so. <laughs> um, anything else to say, Matt? Uh, I'm pretty tired. I'm ready to go to bed. Oh, I did want to mention <laughs> uh, at the very beginning when Woody Harrelson's girlfriend sacrifices herself to blow up the train. No that, emotions. I did not buy that in the slightest. If you're a, you, no you're, you're a thief and you're sacrificing yourself to pull off this job. What? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. What? I don't care that you think that this guy's going to kill you afterwards because Woody Harrelson he goes in and he talks himself out of that afterwards. Yeah, you that I that See, this that is put natural me on a bad selection. Immediately, this is natural selection in the world of thievery. The dumb I ones guess. die. <laughs> She was a dumb one. Yeah. She thought this was the thing to do. Yep. She was obviously not a good thief. Therefore, yep. she's no longer in the thief world. Okay, okay. One, <laughs> one other last thing. What did you think of Enfys Nest? Enfys Nest? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it. Contra- she, she kind of contradicted herself for who she was. Okay, uh, explain. It, it didn't seem like... it. There wasn't enough... I think it felt oh good lord it felt too deus ex machina where in the in when you meet her before then mm-hmm. before like you find out that she's good uh-huh. there's nothing to reference the fact that she's actually doing anything good it just feels like a straight up marauder and it almost it almost convinces you that it is a marauder because it seems like it is there's nothing foreshadowing yeah, no that yeah yeah well that's kind of the point she is a marauder she just is a marauder in that final scene when she reveres, reveals herself that's because she realizes that's going to be her best way out of that situation because she knows that Drayden's going to show up in a few minutes and blow her up unless she can ally herself with these people and come up with some way of resolving the situation through but then trickery. it makes her a good person no it just makes her someone that wants to steal the stuff and survive all right, I'll give it that. And admittedly, she is working with the rebellion, and so, like, she does have these good underlying motives. And her previous actions don't obstruct that. She's just very single-minded in getting what the rebellion needs. Yeah. So I, I really liked her. Also, what I liked is like I like the actress. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty good. Um, I also loved that like a few months before the movie, people were saying, "Oh yeah, Enfys Nest is apparently going to be a woman," and then Lucasfilm like went out and walked that back. They're like, "No." It's actually a dude, and I think they might have released like a clip or something that had the sort of really growly voice. Mm-hmm. And then, so I love that it actually turned out to be a woman. That was funny. I didn't know that that all happened, but that is glorious. Yeah. Like people actually got the the scoop, and then yeah, Lisa was like, "Nah," and people bought it because it didn't make sense that it. It felt like. I wonder if that's like a really big fuck you to sexists. Like it's like, hey, you don't like that it's going to be a woman. So you're not going to come watch the movie. You know, no, it, it is a man. Come watch the movie. <laughs> and then they're there watching the movie and they're like, oh, fuck you, Lucasfilms. Making me see a cool woman. <laughs> well, a pretty, I'm sure that that cartoon that you just drew in your head hated that. <laughs> the what? The cartoon, the cartoon that you just drew in your head. head. <laughs> Someone animate that. Oh, please. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Anything else to say? I'm pretty um, tired. I yeah, I, I, I think I've run out of things. Um, it's also really hot in here. It is really warm, yeah. Why is it so hot? I don't know. It's just me. It's because I'm wearing shorts and they're above me. We both made the same joke. Kind of. <laughs> anyway. Spirit. Anyway, yeah, I, I kind of liked it. Um, I probably will see it again because I know Hannah wants to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not opposed to that. I won't see it again. It's... Uh Unless Sean, like, specifically wants me to go see it with her, mm-hmm. which she will. Yeah. Mm. It's... <laughs> I don't want to see this movie again. It's definitely not my least favorite Star Wars. I actually... It's definitely... Oh, God. Do I put it above or below Phantom? Hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to put it below Phantom. Okay. Because it... Because it's comfortably... It doesn't have Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Fair. But it does have Amelia Clark. It does have Millie Clark, but I don't have that much of a connection to her because I haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. Okay, that's true. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's comfortably above one and two for me. Um, it's probably about on par with that, with like uh, Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they've okay. got some. I, I feel like it had fewer things that I really hated, but it didn't have any big moments that blew me away. Like I didn't, I don't, I don't really love Revenge of the Sith or Return of the Jedi, but they both have scenes that really get, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, I think the reason it kind of puts it lower for me is just because I don't think this movie should have existed. And Mm -hmm. it, and I will stick firm on my opinion that this did ruin the character a little bit. Okay. Just by just by like kind of what how I explain the adventure kind of thing, it takes mm-hmm. all of his adventures and puts them in a one yeah. big pot. Yeah, and I, I think that kind of I ruins think, it. I think there's an argument that when we first meet him in New Hope, kind of his smuggler know-how and he seems like he's in charge is just him bragging basically and like creating this illusion, this mythos of the character. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think know. that's I, I, I don't I, think that's a fair assumption because. Um, when you see him again in uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. there is a clear like it, and it, it there's a clear knowledge of the of the industry of smuggling that he couldn't have gained just in like the the like what like ten years I think. How long between ten, between what between uh, Sith and or not Sith uh, Return of the Jedi and Force Jedi Awakens? and Force Awakens more like thirty. Really? Is it 30? Yeah, yeah, it is, because they're super old. Yeah. I still feel like there's some knowledge that he had before that. So I think that as the person he is in 4, mm-hmm. he is a knowledgeable smuggler. Okay. Yeah, and it's definitely implausible that he picked up all these great stories and items on this one particular adventure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this review of Solo, A Star Wars Story. If you agree with our opinions, please feel free to let us know on our Facebook or our Twitter or our Gmail. We're uh, justusloserspod at gmail.com. If you disagree with us, don't tell us because it'll hurt our feelings. Although we both had pretty strongly differing opinions on the movie, so I guess you're probably going to end up agreeing you're with You're inevitably one of us. going to disagree with one of us, yeah. Yeah, so just don't say anything. Also, no, this that's is the first true. review that we've actually like fairly drastically disagreed yeah. on. Yeah, in general, we tend to line up. So, yep. Hey, it's good. Tension. It... Sexual tension. Uh, no, that's always been there. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, you can listen to this review, other reviews, and our regular podcast, Just Us Losers, on SoundCloud and iTunes. Feel free to give us a like and a subscribe and an iTunes thing there. Um, if you're interested in suggesting more movies for us to go review, we're don't worry, we're already going to go see all the Marvel movies and all the DC movies. Even yep. though Preston said he's going to boycott Aquaman, but he isn't actually going to. I'm not actually going to boycott Aquaman. And we'll, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go see like Jurassic and stuff like that. But you got, if you got something a little, a little more out there that you want us to go review, definitely tell us about it, and we'll, if we have the money for a ticket, go see it. Hey, you should do more things to give us more popularity to give us the money to go see the movies that you want us to review. Exactly. If we can... boom, flipping it on to you, motherfuckers. Yeah, if we can. If we can get some ad revenue from from just them winners, then well, then we'll be able to actually pay for our movies and yeah, it'll be good. So do All that. Right. All right, thanks for thanks, listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Did you say you too? Yes. Shit. Okay. One, two, three. Bye. Binomial nomenclature. Not even addressing that. <laughs> <laughs>